This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash uberone for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Happy Halloween. Do try not to die. Well, we've put in a few scary performances, Leicester City. And, well, coming up to Halloween, it could get worse. It's the EPL Review Show, Monday night, 7 o'clock. Good evening. It's time. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
Until I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. All right. Yet it is the month of Hallows. Yet Halloween month coming up. Like I say, a few a few nightmare performances um, from Leicester City. <laughs> well, a lot of nightmare performances from Leicester City. But it's the month when you wake up and you hope that your wife looks like Jamie Lee Curtis. That is the Jamie Lee Curtis of True Lies, not the Jamie Lee Curtis of the latest Halloween films. I should say that. But somebody who never looks horrific. Although, having said that, a minute ago, he did look like he'd just come off the latest Frankenstein movie and his top of his head had been removed. Always a pleasure, so he tells me. Dan, good evening, sir. Welcome from me, a little mini-me. How the devil are you, I was going to say, thank, thanks for the piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, thanks, thanks for having me on, Chris. Um, looking forward to speaking about the Premier League. It's been a while. Well, to be honest with you, I, I know you miss it. Um, and in fairness, Dan, let's be honest with you, what a great start you're having to the season. You could be back. You, we could be ships that pass in the night. We could. We're all... If you want to look at it, all the leagues conjoined together, we're only two places below you. Um, <laughs> that said, that said, um, yeah, it's been it's been a terrific start, more than, better than I expected. You know, you're still trying to get a team to gel. I don't think we've still the finished article yet. Um, I think also if we go up at the first time of asking, we may struggle. But you know, you never know. I mean, we're already pulling up stumps at the moment and and doing the business. So, yeah, I, I can't say I'm not happy. Well, I, I, can't I mean, 14 played. You've lost the same number as we've won. Uh, <laughs> and you've scored twice as many as you've let in. What What isn't to be happy? What isn't there to be happy about as a Burnley fan? Exactly, exactly. No VAR, I suppose that's a plus. Well, yeah, well, until you need it. The only the only downside is that Rovers got back into the playoff positions this weekend. Yeah, well, they thought they'd won it last year in September and then they thought they'd won it this year in August. So I'll <laughs> let them have the moment. Let them have the moment. They'll all go quiet after November when World Cup's on. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, I look at I look at the championship table, and as you know. As you know, there are certain clubs that I start thinking, oh, please don't come back up. <laughs> please don't come back up. Um, Sheffield United isn't really one of those because when they came up last time, they did make a decent fist of it. Um, yeah. They're up there, joint points with you. Obviously, you've just got one, slightly one better goal difference, but they've lost a couple in the last five. But yeah, United sat there in second. Yeah, not a not a bad shout. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't think they'd be up there and thereabouts. I thought the uh, the manager there may have been one of the first casualties of the championship season, in my opinion. I thought, but he's he's proved the doubters wrong. Just like a couple of teams that are in and around it, you know, like you say, Reading, QPR, just yeah, teams that you wasn't expecting. And no disrespect to yourself, you're going to hate me for this, but. The team that mustn't be mentioned. I'd like to see them come back up because they've not, you know, they've all been there, but it's been a while. They're not, 
unfortunately, like Norwich, who, as they unfortunately sit there in third place, you know, they're not up and down like the proverbial bride's knickers. Uh, but I noticed Norwich almost got the same number of points as a million pounds that they've lost. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Nor- Norwich has been strange. I think they rely a lot on obviously Pookie, don't they? But recently they've started to rely on a bit of Josh Sargent. Uh, however, sometimes you always have a, a bad egg amongst the ranks, and uh, you know, you don't always listen to the sergeant and it never pays off. <laughs> uh, Spencer says there, yeah, it's colder in Burnley than Leicester, that's why you're doing well. <laughs> we we, we, we <laughs> run more to keep warm, that's what he's trying to say. <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, when your manager complains about the heat in a game in the middle of October, um, and Terry says here, hope it's not too hot for tonight's show. Well, of course, clappers, the good thing about clappers is you've got they've got that use, but of course, you can also use them as a bit of a fan. Hey, look, 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 you're witnessing history there, people. You've just seen two Leicester fans in one camera. <laughs> well, this is it. How can it how can be hot when you know you've got a stadium full of fans? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, but, it's it's always going to be too hot on this sort of show, Terry. I mean, look at the calibre of guests and, you know, host he's got on. Exactly. Need I stay more? No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, have, had, I have had to turn down sponsorship from OnlyFans. Because they you know it's not suitable for the audience, but I could understand why that why they came. I mean, just looking at the other end, if you pardon the expression, uh, and then we're back to Brown Eyed Girl from last night's quiz. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see Coventry at the bottom. Um, and bad news, I mean, Wasps Rugby Club, which relocated yeah. to Coventry, and I think is is it owned by the same people? It can't be owned by the same people that own Coventry because. Um, otherwise, Coventry would have gone out of business. But I know Wasps have called in the administrators. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one because if I remember rightly, I think the move came about because Coventry was struggling to pay the upkeep of their stadium anyway. So, uh, um, so to be honest with you, see, sorry, just to say, Man United fans, there you see suffering delusions of grandeur. Yeah, exactly. The only time they have a shower is if they stand under that oilit roof. Yeah, <laughs> but but that said, yeah, I think I think Coventry would have struggled to even pay for their stadium if it wasn't for a ground share sort of situation. Mm. So I don't know what this, how it will be now with the you know the London Wasps um, situation. So we, it, it'll definitely be a watch this space, um, and I think relegation will obviously hit them harder as well if it is to come. Yes. I'm just looking here because um, apparently it's wasps that I, I get very confusing here. And don't get me wrong, I know, as for me, Coventry are our bigger rivals more so than Forest. I mean, we all, everybody has had a Forest, Derby, Coventry. For me, it's Coventry. Um, and as I said with Derby, yeah, I want to see them do badly. I want to see them get relegated, but I don't want to see them go out of business. I never want that of any club whether it be Derby, Coventry, Forest, whoever. Um, it says the Wasps could have to forfeit stadium ownership, but that was a few weeks ago. American McAvoy ponders Coventry and CBS Arena bid. Um, I, I, it, it's very confusing what's going on there. It is. It is. It is. As I said, I think, I think they needed 
Coventry needed somebody to come in and help them with the with the stadium, which is why it changed its name from Rico Arena to obviously the Coventry Building Society Arena. So, yeah. you know, is it going to have repercussions for them potentially? I think that's what the questions they're asking now, thinking, well, mm-hmm. where do we stand in all this? Yeah, um, you know, because obviously there's also a, a you know a football business aside from the rugby stuff. So it's a, like I say, it's a TBC with that one. But hope, hopefully, as much as we both know, you know, when Blackburn started dwindling and the likes of Derby started dwindling, it's it's fun to see, but you don't want to see them go out uh, be liquidated. No, no. I, I think we've been there with the you know we we actually <laughs> got relegated uh, the same season that we were due to move into the uh, to the KP. Or walkers, as was then. Um, so we started off in our brand new all-seater, fantastic stadium in the second tier. Um, thankfully, our current owners, it was the first thing they did was bought the stadium back for us. Uh, and that just gives you so much stability. Uh, yeah, it does, that's yeah. The problem with Derby as well, they don't own their own ground, you know. Um, right, so what? So Proud Park separately owned? It was. Yes, it was. I don't know if it, if it oh. still is. Uh, I, somebody will correct me, I'm sure. But yeah, oh, it, I'm sure it used to be separately owned. Yeah, they didn't oh, I'm sure it. Mel Morris would have cashed it in yeah. at some point, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, this is it. And this is what you've got to be careful. And, you know, as much as we're saying, um, uh, much as we're saying, um, sorry, I've just been distracted by our ants come in. Um, I'll get the hot water ready. Cutted uh, about wasps. Had a lot of mates working there. Um, not beekeepers, are they? Me <laughs> got stung with that one, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mel sold it. There's a surprise. Um, <laughs> Coventry play like the rugby team. We we wish, like I say, please, please, Coventry, go down to the third tier, but please don't go out of business. Um, all right, Terry's updating me here. Uh, the breaking news live as, as, as we're on here. What's that I'm hearing? Uh, the new owner bought it back for the Derby fans. Ah, right, oh. there we go. There we go. Uh, Terry well, it's, Fuller, like, it's like you say, though, Chris, as well. You know, they do these for chairman and you know, people coming in consortiums, they do this fit and proper test for them, but yet some of them get past it with flying colors and go ruin football <laughs> clubs. So it begs the question, is the fit and proper test fit and proper okay. as yeah. a test? Exactly, exactly. You know, we've seen that all along. But then again, um, I, and I was talking to the Crystal Palace fan about Simon Jordan on Talk Sport, who of course owned Palace. Whether you love him or hate him as a broadcaster, and the arguments from a Palace fan are that he ruined the club. It's all right. Yeah, but he also ruined his own business. You know, he went he went bankrupt yeah. trying to save the club he loved. So it, it, it's not easy. But uh, but no, commentary are down there. Um, they um, they've got a couple of games in hand, and I think they won at the weekend. So uh, who knows? But they got ten points above them last season's Premier League attempt. Does it try this then? Um, Tried to get into the back into the Premier League, failed due to uh, John Moss and VAR Huddersfield Town. They've sort of really fallen from grace. They have. Um, stupid me predicted them to win the league 
um, for some well, reason. Fault, then. <laughs> well, however, everybody was saying in the chat, "Wow, you've called your predictions early," and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll put my hands up. They did. I did. I remember I that. Yeah, I remember I with somebody. <laughs> I mean, Carlos Corberon got got the chop. Um, everything just started going sour at Uddersfield. Hmm. People were saying, Deal, Dean Hoyle, the chairman there, is he up? Is he up to the task of running the club now, or is he trying to do everything on a, you know, on a whim and a cheap basis?" Yeah. So, yeah, I think Uddersfield are one of those teams now. A little bit like they, they need. They're sort of still in that method of having to bar mm. from the lower leagues and and hope they can pluck a gem. Yeah. And I think you that's see, what's gonna never, struggle. Never go against what Uncle Niall says. Never go, <laughs> never go too early. Um this surprised me, Middlesbrough uh in the bottom three, not because I mean, you know, they they had their period when they were up there spending the money and losing finals to Leicester. But <laughs> Chris Wilder, I, I I mean and this to me Prove sometimes that some a manager and a club just sometimes click, you yeah. know, or a management team and the club sometimes click, as in Pearson at Leicester. You know, he's never quite managed it anywhere else, but you know, it clicks at Leicester. Wilder at Sheffield United, but struggled at Middlesbrough, and he's uh, he, he's been given the old big uh, big Doc Martin. He has, and uh. It's a strange one because I'd have took him as Burnley manager when the when you know the vacancy was open. Mm. In fact, he was heavily, heavily linked with the job to the point that he had to stop media outlets entering uh, the Riverside Stadium to ask him questions about whether he's staying on as the borough manager. So it looked like there were you know some sort of you know truth to them to the rumours yeah. that he was heavily linked with it. Uh, that said. You know, it, it's. I'm going to quote what Dash said. To be fair, you know, it's a results business, and if yeah. you're not if you're not getting the results, it falls at your door. And as much as you believe in those players and know that those players could turn it around, sometimes it's just too little, too late. It is. It is. Um, Terry says he was impressed with your killers. Were you listening to the radio show last night by any chance, Terry? <laughs> if you were, thank you. You were the one. Um, but I'm guessing that that's what you were. Geordie's in. Geordie, tune for life. Evening, Dan, Chris and Dan. Hope you are both well. We are. And, guys, we need you to do what it says there. Subscribe. Subscribe. Hang on. Get me finger there. Get me finger in the right position. <laughs> I'm told I've always struggled doing that. Um, yeah. Apparently, apparently last night there was actually a um, a program about the clitoris on the red button, but I couldn't find it. Anyway, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, Do subscribe to both channels, Leicester Till I Die TV and Turf Morehouse TV, and give us your support, uh, especially this guy. He does a hell of a lot, badly, obviously, because he's in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> give him your support. He will always wear it. Um, Gladly. One thing I've got to ask you, does size matter to you? No, I think there was a song by One Direction, something, little well, you things. You know it, was it not S Club 7? No, although me and Kate watched a program this morning, I'll have you know, and I thought I, I knew I had something to tell you. We watched a program this morning, and someone said, "Listen, sometimes you've got to leave the band to get yourself a bit more success." 
So and these two people went, What do you mean? He went, Well, look at the likes of Robbie Williams, we take that. So I said, Oh yeah. And then someone in the background went, What about Paul from S Club Seven? And then someone went, Yeah, legend. And I just thought, <laughs> Yes, I need to tell Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That is sad. <laughs> that is very sad. Um, is this a championship um, review, asked Geordie? Hey, you've been down there more recently than us, Geordie, uh, so you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Steve Bruce. Um, okay, let's have a look. Because the reason I ask you if size is important or not, I don't know if you saw this at all, but the, the, the game was delayed for 30 minutes while... They sorted out the size of the goal at Hull. Surely, up on surely, they know what size the goal should be. Yeah, it happened at Wigan the week earlier as well. And it's ridiculous. The one, what, that one went ahead still, but apparently one of the goals was still, I think, two inches or an inch bigger. Um and it's it's not right. It's not right. Is it is it a new loophole that these clubs seem to think they can get away with? Because clearly they didn't, and and it's been cut out literally, um, very yeah. very early. I mean, yeah. it's weird when I I just turned Sky Sports on at the same time as it was just showing them with the nets on the floor and you know <laughs> showing it to the bottom of it. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, what's going on here? Have I? Have I as one of the stadiums being done on 60-minute makeover. Am I expecting to see Dion Dublin trying to yeah, flog yeah, it in 10 it, minutes? It, it's, a live feed, it's a live feed from Nottingham Forest. You know, I am a lumberjack and I am okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I, just, I, I just don't get it because the laws are there. They know what the size of the net maximum, minimum should be, which I, I guess is well, – maybe it's relative to the size of your the pitch. I don't know because obviously – with the pitches, there's minimum and maximum. So I'm guessing the goal size will depend on that. But in fairness, it's not actually giving either side the advantage. Hull wouldn't have got the well, Hull would have maybe had an advantage for 45 minutes, but then that would advantage would have gone over to Birmingham if they were shooting into it in the second half. Yeah, it's it's, it's a strange one. I, I think all nets have to be a certain perimeter. I, I think it might just be a, an actual legal. You know, qualifi- qualification um, yeah. that that that's needed. But again, like you say, both teams would have benefited it over forty-five minutes. Yeah, that it's said, not the if it is a way to cheat, is it? You know, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is strange. But the the fact that it's happened two weeks on the trot now, like I say, last week at Wigan, this week, you know, at Hull, it's mm. it, and just before you start, it's not a northern thing. <laughs> uh, Terry says they're brilliant idea. That was that was a narrow. <laughs> let's, have five, let's have five aside nets, <laughs> Terry. And while let's put some dancing girls on at half time so that we distract them and we can run up the other end with the pitch. Yeah. So some of your fan base, Chris, da- yeah. Danny Ward would probably still get the blame. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I've got visions now of two two guys in flat caps and dark, you know, brown brown jackets, long jackets, fags hanging out of the mouth, running up the pitch with the, you know, the pitch under the arm. Barry round neck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, but well, you know, I didn't realize it had gone on for two weeks. But there we go. We're going to get onto the games in the Premier League shortly. But I also want to look at this. Um, and I mean, look at the venom in that guy's face. Now, I had a lot of respect for Klopp, 
and I had a lot of respect for Mourinho when he started, but they do seem to lose it. Now, is there too much pressure on managers? And we know that Klopp is quite a, um, you know, colourful character anyway. He doesn't, you know, he's not a Brendan Rodgers. He's not a, you know, it's out there. Yeah. But that should not be allowed. If you're going to do that, then I'm sorry, you should have managers sat in the in the um, in the crowd with with walkie talkies to one man down on in the box. That is totally OTT. Now I don't know whether he has got fined, whether we will get fined, but he should do. Yeah, he should. He should. I'm fed up of seeing Klopp come out and whinge all the time. It's it's ridiculous. It, it's it, the majority of the time it is him as well. It's not even a case of it. It's you know, managers around the Premier League, other managers, if someone's gone tits up in a game, will come out and say, listen, I can only say as much as I can say. What I want to say would get me in trouble. That man right there doesn't give two hoops, doesn't give a shiny one what he says, who he upsets. That's the thing that bugs me. These managers that manage at massive clubs think that they're, oh, well, we're Liverpool Football Club. We should be able to say this, that, and do what we want. If it's not for us, this league wouldn't be as great as it is. On your back, you German trash. Honestly, I've had enough of it. I've had enough of it, of the shite from these managers. He talks about, oh, too many games. There's too many games. He's not whinging if he won a Champions League but, or out like that. You know, yeah. look at the championship. There's an extra four teams in there. You've got that. You've also got extra games because you start in like the first round or second round of cup competitions. And yet, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it really, really frustrates me that the big clubs, what they just, it's like, it's like for the government, isn't it? It's like the when government. You, yeah. When you you've see got a level of power like and they still want a little bit more. They'll rinse it yeah. out till they can get everything out of it. When you see managers like that, I'm almost thinking, like, I wish you'd fucked off and joined the European Super League. Yeah. Yeah, know? 100%, mate. 100%. We don't want, we don't want you, you know. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm going to um, <laughs> I'm going to upset a lot of people here, but, you know, our parents fought in the war to stop people like you coming into this country <laughs> having to go at ours. <laughs> you know? You've got chip shops. <laughs> Where's Stan Boardman when you need when you need him? I'm sorry, Klopp. His off. brother's a donkey as well. His brother's a donkey as well. Clipperter. Oh. <sighs> Don't worry, guys. This will be over with soon. It's not that painful yet. I've got a right donkey in here with me, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Klopp. You're a wanker. Fuck off. You know. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And then we got this. Now, I've got to be honest with you. I actually <laughs> do find this hard to believe that Pep says that Guardiola, and you, you know what's coming because I think, I think I said this on the radio show at the weekend, but I'm going to say it again because there's not many people in the radio show. Uh, but the fact that you're at Liverpool and that Liverpool people are throwing coins away. Now, I'm sorry, two things here. One, that's never going to happen. Because let's be honest with you, there's such tight gits in Liverpool. If you'd said they'd been throwing hubcaps at you, I'd, I'd, have, <laughs> I'd have got you. But not throwing coins, no. And the second thing is, the reason it's dangerous is because you could have, it could have caused an invasion of the pitch of all the other Liverpool fans trying to get on to pick the coins up. <laughs> oh, I'll have a bit of that. I'll have a bit of that. 
and we've got another thing coming at the moment that but when you've got clubs that are asking and begging for standing areas and don't get me wrong i'm not saying standing areas cause all the trouble blah 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 but they're harder to please let's be honest with you because if you if you can see somebody in a particular seat number you know who that's going to be you know in, in yeah. a standing area and i remember the old pens and what have you and to be honest with you if, if we're gonna and again it's liverpool Again, it is Liverpool. What is it about the Scousers? They don't want to be English, and yet they're happy to take our doll money um, and then throw it away. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I just don't get what it is with the Scouts. And it's always like, oh, pity us. You know, it's never our fault, the poor 96 and all that. And I have total and utter respect for that. But it's always woe me with Liverpool. And then they go ahead and, and do something like that. I'm sorry, if you're gonna count if that's gonna start coming back into football, then let's let's not even go with the standing areas. No, it's um it is it's it's a strange one. Like I say, you've got two managers there who you know constantly get to spend money season in, season out. So when money's being thrown at them, I don't understand why they're whinging, because they should be used to that. Yes. Uh, especially from those upstairs, which, funnily enough, uh, are those behind them. Uh, but I agree with you. Liverpool are quick enough to go. Last week, we had a player abused, um, slandered all over the internet. His family were called such and such in the stands. And then the week after, they, they become the same, you know, same level of hounds that the, that mm. the other, others were the week before. I just think there's there's got to be some sort of thing done about it. Something's got to be done about it. And the, the it's just it's mad, Chris. It's absolutely it mad. It is. And how can you say to Liverpool fans, stop behaving like that? And they could turn and say, well, we're we you know we we're no different to the manager. The manager's you know setting the example. Exactly. Exactly. How many times these managers have kept their cool? You know, you know, other than that idiot yeah. there, you know, I, it's, you know, they've got to set that example. I won't be caught saying anything off guard because, you know, I've got a level of respect. I understand how hard the referee's job is. Does it mean I'm happy with his performance today? Mm. No. That that way, you can you've got a level of decree with what you're saying. People like him do not. They run their mouth and think about the consequences afterwards. And half of the time with the Premier League, the consequences don't exist. Not not for the so-called big six, because they no. are licking the FA's arse all the time. Oh, uh, definitely. There are different levels, well, the FA licking their arse, should I say, as well. A lot of arse licking going on. And let's be honest with you, it's not just those managers. Let's be honest with you, all, we all remember um, Alan Pardew knocking out a player. And, you know, uh, headbutting, I can't, was, it, was it a whole player? I'm not sure, but he headbutted somebody. Yeah, he and did. Then of, course, then, of course, you had Nigel Pearson telling a fan to fuck off and die. But, you see, to me, I mean, the headbutting is totally and utterly out of order. But, yeah. you know, I kind of get, and I'm not getting, I'm trying not to be biased here with the Pearson one, but it was during his ostrich period. and um, But somebody was having a go at his players. And they were probably saying to him, he's fucking useless. What are you picking him for? He's a fucking bag of shite. 
Well, I'm sorry. If you're talking like that to a manager, and I know, you know, booing is one thing, chanting is another, but that's something else. But don't give it out if you can't take it. I fully backed Pearson. Pearson never apologised for that, and neither should he have done. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. If you if you're if if you're woke enough to go to go up to someone who you sort of look up to, he's your manager, he's running mm. your football club, you're meant to be supporting him, who's meant to be trying to get the best out of eleven men on a field that you're paying to watch every week. Yeah. And the first thing you do other than say hello, shake his hand and thank him for the job he's doing, is go in and just go, You're this, you're that, he's crap, whatever. And mm. I think he's got every right to say what he said. And it's not like he said it and it's been televised or all like that. He said it. He oh, was actually. <laughs> it was, was it? cool. That was the problem. Uh, but, and of course, you know, there was one or two witnesses about. But I'm sorry, Social media, yeah. you can't get away from anything these days, can you? No, 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 no. Them bloody fans and them pesky kids in the, in the stadium. <laughs> but no, it, you know, it, 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 it yeah. But he, he didn't apologise. Quite rightly, he shouldn't have done. Because, like I say, I'm all for booing, because that's how the easiest way to show your disrespect or you, you know, you're angry at somebody in a in a match. I'm all for the chance, as in Brendan out, Rogers out, Klopp's out, whatever. But you know, don't you know when you're using language like that? And it's like a number of people I took out of my Facebook group because not because what they're saying is bad, but because it's full of swear words like you know you should be able to in this day and age articulate what you want to say without every third word being the f word but um talking talking of um of, of brown eyed girls as we were before the missus is in for you hey. Hey. hello miss musgrove <laughs> how the devil are you fresh from our threesome last night <laughs> Dan came she out. Didn't do any top. housework today, Chris. She didn't do any housework. She's a bit sore. <laughs> uh, oh, let her lay down on the couch. I'm sure that will help her. Uh, Dan came out on top, but apparently that's what he likes to do. And I was firing blanks, which is basically what I do. <laughs> and Niall is in. Good evening, Niall. How are you? But let's. Let, I mean, again. What am I saying about it always being certain clubs? You know, Liverpool, and again, you know, I suppose they've got lots of uh, bricks to throw at people because, you know, all the houses are falling down in Scouse land, aren't they? But again, that can be so dangerous. Yeah, it can. It can. You know, the, the amount of people that... It's not just that. Sometimes you can walk down the street, you know, stadiums are among streets and, mm. you know, you've got people's families in there. People aren't even football fans and you just get a bunch of hooligans that are walking down. I mean, like you said, Liverpool fans, sometimes they carry the bricks anywhere between the gun line because, of, you know, to make it look like they've got teeth. Um, <laughs> it makes an Aki girl look like, look like a princess. I wouldn't know any Aki girls, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, the less said about Aki girls, the, the best, honestly. It's <laughs> turkey, turkey teeth galore. Um, <laughs> Aki's got turkey teeth. Uh, Scousers have got like... No teeth? Le Le Leslie Ashlips and <laughs> no teeth. Oh, God. 
Oh, but, God, um, you could lick them. At least you knew where she was because you could stick her to the glass. She's <laughs> like one of them sucker fish that you used to have in fish tank, just cleaning <laughs> algae <laughs> off. Oh, dear. Uh, I'm just say, just to sidetrack a bit, uh, Kate, hi, Terry. I'm sure you were very disappointed with my voice. Even I, You were fine, Kate. You were you fine. Were. I, I hate my voice, and I'm totally used to listening to myself back now on this. You were absolutely fine. Um, Niall, well, just found out on live stream, Chris, about that picture. A bunch of idiots and scumbags. But yeah, I mean, at, at Leicester, and I don't, I don't, I can't speak for other clubs. Um, I can't remember Burnley. I think it's all right. But at Leicester, where the coach pulls up for the put the players up. It's right next to where the players park the cars. It is cordoned off, but that's not to say it isn't in within throwing distance. And I can no, literally it's same, yeah, same at turf. Yeah. Same I could lean turf. over with a hammer and smash Danny Ward's window. Not that I'm saying that that's what people should do, but that's how easy it is. Like I say, it's almost though dragging it back to the seventies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We need we need to stop. You know, like I said, we've got. You you recently played Forest in you know in a game in the top flat against each other. You obviously were gunning for them after the the cup exploits. You know, we've got Blackburn coming up in you know thirteenth uh, of November. You're going to have idiots that come out the woodwork. People haven't even got tickets for the game, just turning up for a scrap. In fairness, they did. When we played at Nottingham in the FA Cup, um, unfortunately, it was Leicester fans allegedly. But yeah, every, every club's got them. Yeah, and they, even whether they have a ticket or not, they're going to turn up to cause trouble. Some of them, you know, they're just there. They've they've got thirty odd previous convictions from doing the same thing when it comes to it. But these mm. idiots come out the woodwork for these sort of games, and it's silly. Liverpool play City season in, season out. I mean, the way Liverpool have been performing recently, why have they started taking it out on Man City? It's not their yeah. fault. It's not their fault that they can't keep up with them anymore. Yes. <laughs> Although, in fairness, they did at the weekend. But um, yeah. But uh, anyway, the um, oh, true talking of Nottingham, True's in. Good evening, True. <laughs> How the devil are you, sir? Hope you well, Luke. And uh, Kate. Oh, is he Luke? Is that his proper name, Luke? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Niall and Kate and Terry are all saying hello to each other and um, swapping pleasantries, which is all very nice to see. That's how it should be. No brick throwing, just exchanging pleasantries. Right. Despite all of this, a few matches broke out. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look at what went on this weekend. Started on the Friday night. Um, Brentford beating Brighton. Now, I had Brighton down to win this. In fairness, uh, maybe post Potter's not going to be a good time for them. No, it's uh, it's a strange one. This one, um, I I would have I, I would have predicted Bra uh, Brighton win. To be fair, I did say to you though. That's why you and me one. are both at the bottom of the, pre the prediction. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I did say to you though, Brentford at home is always a tough place to go to, and. Yeah. You know, Brighton are having to get used to the fact that they've got a new man in charge. But you're coming up against Brentford, sad that Arvin Tony's started firing on all cylinders. Mm. Yeah, 
it's it's it has been a fun. I mean, all right, you know, I can look at our team and our rivals and see where no other two of us are. But just generally, it's been a weird season. I mean, you know, look at Liverpool beating Man City. That that one. I mean, that's at the other end of the scale there. But let's let's talk about that while we talk where we want here. You know, three of us all went for Man City wins. Wow. It's, the thing is, though, who who wouldn't have gone for a Man City win? Yeah, I mean, I guess I mean none of, this, all this was done, of course, before um, we were, Liverpool did the seven. Was it seven one or seven nil over Rangers? Uh, and so oh, I, yeah, well. I know you're in, but this has got to put to bed now the fact that the Scottish two in Premier League, as in Rangers and Celtic think they are good enough to play in the Premier League. You know, if you want to come down to and play in England, like Swansea, like Wrexham, uh, like Cardiff, start in the lower leagues. You know, and looking at the 7-1, that is where, as now just confirmed 7-1, that is where they belong. And surely that's put that almost to bed now. It is, but this, this is another game that was... Yeah, I don't know why I can hear myself. I can't, mate. You sound all right at my end, but is everybody else is hearing two of you? Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to hear one of me. Um, I don't know why. It's, see, it's stopped now. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, but like I said, this game was full of controversy as well because the Brighton manager, if I'm not mistaken, actually went for Thomas Frank in this game as well. Did <laughs> Oh, God. He's only just come over, hasn't he, the Brighton manager? Yeah. You know, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Mike, I presume, hasn't got a good draw in the uh, FA Cup. Uh, <laughs> and I forgot Newport. There's another Welsh club that wants to pretend <laughs> the British uh, English, I mean. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't know whether this was um, this actually happened or not. And I'm sure if we did, then I'm glad it was a radio show and, and not a film show. Uh, but Luke's asking, Kate, please tell me you thrashed Dan's arse the other night. <laughs> We're not going there, Luke. We are not going there. He's, but he's not ginger for no reason, I'll tell you. Get the camera off, Luke. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brown-eyed girls back again. Um, Leicester Palace was the first game. Um, I don't know what it was like from a neutral's point of view. It was so frustrating from a... Um, fans, Leicester fans' point of view. Um, I mean, you know, we should have we should have been Palace. Palace were absolutely awful, and that's coming from the Palace fans. And yet, if they're that bad and we still can't beat them, then how bad are we? It's a we it's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, Danny Ward got the man of the match, but yeah, Palace had a bad game. Leicester should have put them to bed. It it, it does ask a lot of questions. Hmm. I am uh, Niall, Niall, you're not here to promote other people's um, shows. You know that. You've been warned many, many times, Niall, about it. Uh, you, you don't come in and promote third, fourth, fifth parties uh, channels, mate. So I'm sorry, you're on a timeout. Uh, you don't you don't do that. I'm sorry. Uh, Mike's not happy because he's got a cold chest. You know, sorry, Dan, that just pissed me off with uh, no, no, it's all right. knows what he's, 
Niall knows what he's doing. He shouldn't be doing it. He's been told. I think you've told him in the past. I've told him in the past. Um, he, he he obviously just isn't 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 learning. Um, but and we're gonna get we're gonna get um, we're gonna get Kate on because she can sing apparently. So we didn't hear that the other night. So maybe maybe you'd have got some extra points and won if you'd sung them, Kate. But yeah, I mean it, it doesn't do Leicester any good because it doesn't get Rogers gone. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to lose. If we'd lost, then yes, obviously he should have gone. But I didn't want us to lose, so he went. But it still leaves so many questions unanswered. Yeah, you you meant to... You, you had the most possession in the game, the most shots on target, the most shots, touched the ball more, passed, you know, passed it around even more. It's... The stats, the stats are all there to say that in this game you should have put Palace to bed. And yeah. the fact that at the moment you can't seem to find a formula of you know that balancing act of being able to stop stop the goals from going in, but also be firing up front. And I think at the moment you're so almost stuck in a rut. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it you two said? Stuck in a moment and you can't get out of it. <laughs> Who said? You too. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not a U2 U2 uh, fan in any sense of the imagination. Uh, one, one, another, another group that um, that plays music for you to slit your wrists to. Um, <laughs> Chris, we all sing. Uh, doesn't mean I actually have a good voice. I was mime singing. Daniel will tell you. Um, Terry says. So let's get this right, Chris. I can't promote my own base station. <laughs> Hey, I thought you already did that for Dave. I don't know if anybody's ever watched Dave at like four o'clock in the morning when it actually finishes, but they do. It is a classic, classic piss take of the Babe Station adverts. <laughs> Please, if you, don't, if you don't stay up and watch it, just record it or get up early, set your alarm. It is, um, <laughs> it is actually uh, brilliant. And Luke says, a bloody hell, a two-second listen. Even I can't do that with songs. Literally impossible for me. Obviously, Dan Dan is an expert at two seconds. Fulham Bournemouth, um, two two. A Desmond, Brad got it spot on. Um, Fulham and Bournemouth. That, in fairness to them, uh, a good result for both of them. They're both doing probably better than either of them expected. Yeah, again, another player similar to Avantoni Mitrovic. As uh, I think he's up there amongst the top goal scorers this year. So, you know, he's proven a lot of doubters wrong because a lot of people we've seen with Mitrovic, he goes a little bit quiet in the Premier League. But now maybe, you know, he's, he's, found, his, he's found his feet in that Fulham side and Marco Silva's getting the best out of him. But, you know, for Bournemouth to, you know, travel to Fulham, taking the lead after two minutes, you'd have been very happy with that. Mm. But, you know, 20 minutes later, conceding, and then, uh, you know, managing to get it back, literally, what, seven minutes later, something like that. So, it's it was one of those games that both sides, after after recent promotion, would have been like, these are the games that we need to get the points out of. And it's yeah. just the case that both of them wanted it just as much. And a share of the spoils, when you look back at it, you'd have been like, really, we needed to win that. But it could be a valuable point for both sides come the end of the season. Yeah, Mitrovic, he's fourth in the um, 
golden boot at the moment. Uh, he's ahead of wow. Phil Foden. He's ahead of Firmino, Jesus, Madison, Trossard, Saka, Martinelli. And in, this was a big... Uh, it's always a big uh, a big league when you come up. But, you know, he's come up before with Fulham and not produced the goods. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen strikers like Amir Zaki at Wigan who had a, were a one-season wonder. We've seen it again. A player I mentioned earlier, Pookie came up, had a decent season in the Prem, went down, did all right, came up, did nothing, went back yeah. down again. You know, yeah. sometimes you just you just need to find your feet. I mean, I think it might be a bit different with Pookie because he's getting a bit older now. I think he's into his 30s as a footballer. So, with Mitrovic, he's probably got a good two or three years before he starts to decline. So, you know, it, what's... Uh, it's Fulham's gain, and without him, I think Fulham would have struggled. Yeah, uh, obviously, Bournemouth without Parker are doing brilliantly. Um, I know they've got the new owners, Foey is in, saw him happier when they, when they beat us. But, um, you know, he, he's like I say, just bought them, he's got to be happy. Oh, definitely. And Gary O'Neill at the moment doing a tremendous job. You yeah. know, it's, as I said to you the other night. Caretaker managers can sometimes be a, a, a blessing in disguise because you know off the on the training pitch they're not usually the manager saying right I want you in a, a set of four doing this drill doing that they're sort of having a bit of a, a cracking camaraderie with the players and when mm. it comes to them having to step into the big role um, for the for a, for a period of time it, it's good because they've got that rapport with them. Yes, yeah, indeed. Um, Wolves Forest could have so done with this being a nil-nil. Um, I mean, Forest. I, I still don't think Forest will go down. I've got to be honest with you. I think, and I'm not saying that just because Luke's in. I think they've got a great manager. Um, it was too soon to um, uh, make that decision because you know. It, the rumours are that there weren't all his signings. And when you make that many, and I get why they had to, they've got to bed in together. Uh, but he's on the upward turn, where our manager's on the downward spiral. He's on the upward spiral. Uh, but it was a case of both both men needed this. They did. They did. Uh, see, there was a, a laugh ahead of this game. A Forrest had put a post out pre-match saying... Um, Having a, having a bit of a dig at Wolves, shall we say. And it, I think it showed a picture of, was it Taiwo Awonyimi or something like that that plays up front for Forrest and he's, he's led on the floor. To say. And, he, and he's sort of <laughs> cuddling, cuddling like these wolf cubs and they've put game on or something like that. Or put let's play the game yeah. or something. And yeah. Wolves put one back out at full time with a, a stump in the middle of a pitch with an axe in it, with the forest badge on, saying uh, game over or something like that and put it put back. And in the background, they changed the advertising board to saying safe trip, Knott's Forest. Uh, well, ah, stick it to them, get them back. But you know what? That's great because that's how it should be, a bit of banter between the clubs. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Duck is in. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Good evening. Hey, how's it going, fat lad? Um, just to say, Nathan, look back at the start of the video because we did actually cover the, we covered the championship. We talked Burnley. We also talked uh, Klopp and Guardiola and all them 
stupid buggers as well. Um, uh, oh, they tweeted playtime and then Wolves tweeted playtime over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mike. I mean, I've got to say, Mike. I am. I'm always been impressed by your knowledge. But do you ever get out? <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks, Mike, for that. Uh, but yeah, it was a result. Well. You know, when they say nil-nil would have been better, but uh, uh, I think Wolves are going to struggle. Uh, talking Nuno going back. Yeah, a, a bit of a weird one. Again, you know, they've got this result under a caretaker manager, former Claret, Steve Davis, uh, former manager of crew. Um, he's, you know, stepped up as, you know, caretaker yeah. for the time being, and he's got a result. He's given up on his snooker career, has he? <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, Nuno going back. A bit of a strange one. Mm. I don't know whether Wolves are looking at this thinking, you know, are, are we going to reap the benefits like West Ham have done with David Moyes? But, you know, proof will be in the pudding if it comes off. Yeah, it will. It will. Um, I can imagine Nuno. I can imagine Nuno walking in. <laughs> you know, all those memes that goes like me on Monday morning. And he'd be walking in like that when you go, back lads. <laughs> you know, Uh <laughs> Spurs Everton um two nil to Spurs. I thought it could have been more. Yeah, Spurs were comfortable in that game. Everton struggled to keep up with the uh, Spurs attack. It, you know, another game where Harry Kane was on point. Okay, yes, he only got one from the spot. Bit of controversy. People were saying that he may have gone down a bit easy. Some saying he he was full on barged over. You're never gonna, you're never gonna appease everybody in a crowd. But Tottenham very much deserving of that win, and not much really else to say on that. A, a good, a good three points for Spurs, and a good three points for Chelsea as well. Apparently, Canty might be available on a free. Uh, I mean, he wouldn't come to Leicester. I would love him back. I love it, love it if he came back. Uh, but I mean, he's doing it at Chelsea. He's maybe showing his early days, obviously, but. Um, you know, it's Potter might just be, you know, the magic one. I see what you did there, but yeah. I'll tell you, the man who created the magic in this game, Mason Mount, I mean, both of his goals were absolutely superb. Uh, the second one in particular, I thought the keeper could have dealt with it a bit better um, from the free kick. The free kick was from quite a distance out as well, but it, the, you know, he left the keeper flat footed. He thought he sent the keeper the wrong way. And it was a, a, a fantastic free kick. Chelsea were deserving of it. Villa, first half, though, I thought Villa could have easily put Chelsea to bed first half. Right. But, but yeah, Chelsea came out of the block second and uh, in the second spell of play and uh, got the result, which is what they needed. Yeah. I must admit, I'm going to feel a bit sorry for Anthony. Um I was hoping to get him on tonight, but he he, he didn't reply to me in time uh, because both his teams playing each other, I think, this week. And, yeah, <laughs> Arsenal and Southampton. Arsenal, I mean, you need a bit of luck to win the Premier League. Yes, it's 38 games, the table doesn't lie, blah, 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 but you do need a bit of luck. We had that luck when, you know, when we won it and... I think Arsenal got all their luck wrapped up in one game. It again another game with a controversy called off after two minutes. Yeah, but the, I mean, look at some of the attempts they had. 
I mean, if it weren't for Kepa being in form, Mark, it, it would have, you know, they could have easily had two or three. Um, but yeah, in regards to Leeds Arsenal, it were called off after, I think, two or three minutes because there was a power surge. So the, the lights at Ellen Road went out, all the VAR equipment wasn't working, the TV feed, everything went out. Um, so they were trying to get it all fixed. It took them a while to the point where they sent the players back into the dressing room. They thought by 2.30 that they may have had to call the game off. But luckily, they got the lights sorted in the stadium and everything with the VAR and the refs watch, etc. started working. And they managed to get the game playing again. But, you know, things like that can also, you know, is it Mara result or Mara result a little bit? Mm. Um, so whether that affected Leeds planning and game plan going into it who knows but you know like you said Leicester won the league on 1-0 wins Burnley got mm. into Europa League by the sneaky 1-0 wins Arsenal, sometimes oh under the George Graham they were Arsenal 1-0 that was what they were exactly known, they? exactly Bamford <sighs> allowed, ha. penalty missed oh ha. no sympathy I hate there Patrick Bamford I hate Patrick Bamford cry arse he, he, he pisses me off Literally, don't, don't, don't hide your, you know, your feelings under a bushel. Oh, mate. I won't. Trust me, I won't. This, this is a, this is a bloke who thinks he's better than he is. Don't get me wrong. Last season or the season before, he was banging form for Leeds, and mm. I thought, wow, you know, Bamford's actually putting his money where his mouth is. What he was trying to do when he came to Burnley on loan from Chelsea, thinking giving it the big I am, which is why Dash knocked him down a peg and said, don't think you can just come here with your silver spoon hanging out your mouth and expect to get into first team. And players actually reported that they spotted Bamford in the car park at the training ground crying. So that's why we all call him cry arse now. Yeah. Um, that said, that said, I saw the penalty incident very, very, very soft. And uh, I'm glad he missed it because the penalty wasn't justified either. So yeah, Arsenal won, still top of the league. Trust the process. Indeed. Um, the two Uniteds drawing nil-nil. Uh, I think the, 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 the black and white half would be the, the happier of the two. You've got to be. Being the away side, no matter what, if you're away from home, before you even kick a ball, you'd be happy to walk away with a point. So to go to Old Trafford and match them, yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't fault it. It's always a decent point away at Old Trafford, no matter what, no matter what form they're in either. Yeah. Um, Southampton, West Ham United. West Ham had been on a bit of form, actually. They'd had, they'd had a bad start and they're in the bottom three along with us and Forest, but they've clawed the way out of it. Obviously, they've got Europe as well to uh, contend with. But Southampton brought them down to earth a little bit. They did. They did. And if he's, if he's watching, this was probably an home game for Jake. Um, so. <laughs> yes, yes, probably, yeah, indeed. So I'll, I'll get that one in if he, in case he, he watches watching, back. He'll be, in, he'll be in bed. It's past his bedtime. Oh, he will. It'll be his eyes will be flickering while bedtime stories being read. But uh, <laughs> you know, Southampton went one nil up, uh, and if it isn't for you know West Ham's Lord and Saviour, Declan Rice, obviously saved West Ham in this game, and. A share of the spoils in this one for for the position where both are not a bad result. No, no, not at all. Um, and finally, like I say, 
the match, I, I didn't even watch it, to be honest, we were so tired, but Liverpool hosting Manchester City, and we've spoken about the shouting, the coins, the bricks, everything else. Um, but I don't know what the odds would have been on, on Liverpool winning that, but Arsenal must have been sat there going, hey! <laughs> Oh, they'll they'll have been rubbing their hands together like no tomorrow. It won't surprise me if it's a bit like when Le- the Leicester players were all around it. I think we're at Christian Fuchs' house and they're all yes. watching it, watching it. Yeah. Um, uh, Jamie Vardy's house. Jamie Vardy's house. That's it. And you know, it won't surprise me if the Arsenal fan players were doing a bit of that. Uh, Gabriel Jesus going, see, this is why I left. Um, <laughs> Don't bite the hand that feeds you, sort of thing. So, mm. good result for Liverpool. Very good yeah. result, especially, you know, now they, they've got to start putting a run together to get themselves out of that mid table position. Um, they won't be happy with where they are. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, you could see from Klopp's face, they're not, he's not happy at where they are. And yeah. apparently, you've got to ask your own questions when speaking to Klopp as well. You can't just pick them out of the media. Yeah, and Mike, you—it's almost like you know this, don't you? Uh, Lucas said that Arsenal need to improve. <laughs> I mean, come on! What the hell? I mean, I got to be honest with you. I mean, I couldn't go on anyway because tonight uh, I've got this show, then I've got a WSL show at nine. Uh, but I was invited on an Arsenal channel. <laughs> it's luck, and I thought, no, I can't because he would still be moaning. But uh, but those are the games, and this is how the bottom half look. And yes, I have done it properly. That you know it is a top ten and a bottom ten. Um, <laughs> I don't care where certain teams are, uh, but a bit of a gap forming at the bottom if we're not careful. Leeds coming up for us, and Leeds they have dropped down quite heavily because I had them to finish bottom. Um, which means they're going to smack our ass probably uh, on Thursday. <laughs> I had them to finish bottom, but they started off really well. But they say are coming down to earth a little bit now. Um, but you know, we, we're looking four points between ourselves and safety at the moment. Yeah, I mean, if you, I'll try and give you some sense of optimism, Chris. The, the league's the wrong way around, and you know, you'll soon take top spot from Forest. <laughs> but, but that said, you know, like we were saying, the Southampton West Ham game, a point probably does you a lot of favours um, more than anything because, you know, it still keeps West Ham, West Ham uh, still within sight as well. You've just got to start putting them games to bed, like that Palace game. And, yeah. you know, once you get that first one, which to be fair, we all thought after the Forest game was well, going to be, right, that's it. Our look has changed. Yeah. And, you know, let's go on a run now. But it it, it will come. It will come. I don't, what comes first, another win or a just sagging? I don't know. No. I want that to put money on it. No. Well, just to let everybody know that I uh, have ordered an egg and a chicken from Amazon, so I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anthony's in. We were talking about you earlier, Anthony. How the devil are you? Who are you going to go for? Ghostbusters, Southampton, <laughs> Arsenal, your two favourite teams coming up against each other. Um, what do you feel? I mean, you know, Lucas say, I mean, true red here, Lucas clueless because Arsenal is doing great. Mikel Arteta is working wonders. Mikel Arteta, I mean, I know about the, we joke about the process, but what he has done at Arsenal is he's moving in the right direction. Maybe he's going 30 miles an hour and Arsenal fans want to go 80, but 
he's taking you forward. You know, where, where we're permanently in reverse, it is taking you forward. But how, how do you feel uh, about things, Anthony? Are you, are you a, a, an Arteta lover yet? Uh, Mike says, how's the September trophy, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> Bet you're happy, Anthony, like Daniel says, pig in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't insult pigs, Kate. Don't insult pigs. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, <laughs> yes, and I agree totally what you said earlier, Mike, about the top ten. That's the official top ten because obviously Liverpool are in the top ten now, so we, we can call it the official top ten. Uh, nice to see some of them. I mean, Bournemouth are there, Brentford are there, Brighton are there. Um, it's getting a familiar look about it. You know, Arsenal, Man City, Tottenham, Chelsea, Man United. All I can say is, well done, Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sort of predicted them to be up and around there, but I didn't know whether it had come this season or next. So it's, you know, it, it's good. The, the thing is with Newcastle, you know, people can say, oh, they've got all this money that's come in. But technically, have they been, you know, are they going to bar their way to success? Because they've still got to work through, you know, FFP. So they've still got to buy at cheap rates and hope that it works out. Thing is, as far as I understand it with Newcastle is, whatever Newcastle fans, and if Geordie Toon for Life still in, might, might, might enlighten me on this, but whatever Mike Ashley did at Newcastle, he kept that team financially secure. And yeah. I know that's not always nice and you want success and it gets, you know... It gets annoying when you've got a manager like Steve Bruce. I do get that. Um, but he's left them in a very good position with FFP. Plus, they have been... Um, what's that? They, 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 they've got the ground. They've got the fans. Yeah. So their FFP is a lot... You know, like I said, like people say with Leicester, you know, we're going to extend our ground. When we've extended it, we'll still only be half the size of Old Trafford. And I personally don't begrudge Newcastle United the money because I'm sure there's been clubs like, you said, no disrespect, you know, Burnley, uh, the Coventries, the Dobbins, have looked at Leicester and gone, still, they've got good owners. They've got a bit of money yeah. to spend. And I never thought we'd buy a footballer for 40 million. So I don't begrudge Newcastle the money. It's different levels of money, obviously, you know. Of course, um, yeah. You know. But how can a Manchester City fan stand there and go, it's not fair, Newcastle United and all that money they've got? Like, you know, what, what planet are these fans on? Yeah, I, I mean, even even there, even Man City, you know, they're... OK, they went and sat, I think, what were it, 30 million for Rubinho, started, the, started a bit of the yeah. windfall for the massive, you know, massive well, amount. They do, reckon, they do reckon he was colourblind, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, in a, in a in a sense, with City as well, some of the players they signed weren't weren't world beaters, or you know, the likes of the the Nick Tadabayor from you know from uh, from Arsenal. They signed players like Ben Jarney from Portsmouth, and you just like eh. Mm. Um, so yeah. you know, they've not always had. You know the the big amounts. I mean, look look at the Haaland deal 
no, Haaland and Al- Alvarez for 60 million for the pair or something like that. And yet, yeah. compare that to the fact that Liverpool that just spent 60-odd million on Darwin Nunes, who's now gone quiet again. Mm. It, the, the levels of football, like you say, there's, uh, there's top tier, middle tier and Poundland. And um, to be fair, a lot of us are still in Poundland trying to scrap for the, the bottom of the uh, bargain bin. I've got to be honest with you, we'd moved up to Audi, but I think, <laughs> I think we've had to oh, move Poundland has started doing price matches now, so it's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> have to go, I think we're going back to Poundland. Uh, but yeah, but I, I mean, well done, Brighton are still there. It will be interesting to see how they get on post-Potter. Um and it's nice to see it's nice to see Bournemouth up there. Like I say, I, I hope Newcastle United go on and smash the top six. I really do. Because yeah, it will so yeah. it will take it, 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 it then got to become a top seven, surely. Um and and taken from there. But um we've got we've got an Arsenal massive in tonight. Uh, Melina is in. Good evening, hey, Melina. Hope you're well, Mel. Yeah, how the devil are you? Um I'll just leave that up there a little bit longer for you, Mel. Just you know, I mean, four points clear, three, yeah, four points clear, lost one, 24 scored, 10 against, plus 14. I mean, what a good time to be an Arsenal fan! It is. It is. It is unfair play to them, you know. We, you know, we, we've we've actually had the wind ups with with Arsenal fans, as we know, um, or as you know, a lot of people do know, know them less to be. Um, I hope Newcastle. Hang on. I hope Newcastle do well purely because they stole my baby, Nick Pope. Ah. Although I had to think then, because her ex-partner's from Newcastle, so I, I was a bit, I was a bit, <laughs> it was a bit of a hearty mouth moment when I read that, Chris. To be honest, I won't lie. I think I got like an instant, you know, when heat just rises yes. through your body and out, yeah, is it yeah. out? I yeah. definitely had an out-of-body experience. Then thinking, shit, I need to have words after this. <laughs> Talking about an out-of-body experience, Woo! was it wood? Um, <laughs> very oh. unfortunate timing very unfortunate timing there Terry <laughs> um, but uh, no good luck to Newcastle I don't begrudge them at all just keep your hands off Leicester players um, oh, buy them we need the money let's be honest with you <laughs> you know um, anyway <laughs> yeah Kate says oops should have made that clearer <laughs> I don't look at Nick Pope like that. No, just his legs, Kate. I'm sure, just his legs. <laughs> that little bit between the socks and shorts. Yeah. <laughs> we should be moving on, Kate. Come on, this is you yeah. know the Me Too movement and all this. We must see. Be you don't, you don't want to be doing. You don't want to be doing song titles, Chris. You want to be talking footballers' kneecaps. She'll know who Nick Pope's are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh dear, Kate, we love you. We love you, Kate. Uh, <laughs> she also says she doesn't look at her ex like that either. So, well, to be honest with you, it's it if, if if she did, he wouldn't be the ex. That is very that's true. Sad. That is very, very true. true. That's not that's not my name, Niall. Right, 
mate, thank you so much for popping on. Um, very last minute, but thank you for that. Um, right, no problem. Give everybody a shout out. As I mean, obviously you're you're a, you're a mod on the channel, as is as is your good lady. Uh, but just give everybody a shout out as to where you can be found. So yeah, you can find me at Turf More Else TV on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, you name it, we are on it. And also we've delved into radio and um, you can follow us at Turf Radio, uh, which, well, that's the name of the channel anyway, Turf Radio. But to actually find us, you'd have to go to a streaming service called Mixcloud. You can sign up there. It's free. And just search Turf Morehouse FM and you'll find Turf Radio there. So thanks again for having me, Chris. Really appreciate it. And it's been nice to talk Premier League for a change since we were... Since we're going to be crossing paths, well, because it keep keeps keep you uh, keep keeps you toe in the water, doesn't it? Oh, just a bit, just a bit. <laughs> and I've got to, I've got to sort of start getting used to looking at the championship. So <laughs> <laughs> it works, it works both ways. Uh, Kate says she's not good with kneecaps either. I tell you what, let's leave it there because I don't want to work the way through the male body here, Kate. <laughs> especially, especially the way that it's moving up. <laughs> she's good with little bits. Oh, that's what we said the other day. Uh, hang on, I had I had thrown it away, but I'm going to have to dig this out. Of the hang on, one second. Dig this out of the filing cabinet here. Uh, here we go. I feel like I'm on Tiswas. <laughs> Let's pick the winner out. There, there we go. I thought, you, I thought you'd had a bunch of fan mail given then, Chris. I thought you were pulling all letters out. <laughs> oh, you don't know what my fan mail is, and it's the wrong one anyway. <laughs> what was it you said the other? There we go. Um, Dan the little, Dan the little bit. Was that what she called you on the uh, yeah show the other day? Something like that. Yes. Yours sincerely, Brenda Nout. <laughs> I tell you what, it's not the size that matters. As I always say, what's the point of just having a flute when you're playing in the Albert Hall? And on that <laughs> note, <laughs> on that note, thanks a lot, mate. Speak to you soon. Thanks for having me. Speak Take to you soon. Bye-bye. Always gets through. Dan always brings the level of the showdown. As much as I try and keep it, I try and keep it at the Guardian level. He brings it down to the Sunday sport. I know, you know. <laughs> but uh, hey, look, look, thanks very much for him for coming on. Um, this is the first one of these we've probably actually been able to do this season because of the way that the, you know everybody's playing twice a week because of the bloody World Cup. Um, we'll be getting the World Cup when it's coming on. We've got a few specials coming out for that. We've got, obviously, Stan Boardman coming on. Uh, he'll, no doubt, love talking about the Germans. Uh, we've got a quiz. We've got English, Scotchman, Irishman, or Northern Irishman, and a Welshman doing the Home Nations World Cup quiz. I don't know what I'm going to do about Wales, though. I think of some questions about Wales in the World Cup. I'll have to get the uh, World Cup encyclopedia on Wales out and dust it down and get the cobwebs off it. And we'll be doing lots of quizzes during the um, World Cup. Uh, obviously, we'll be filling the gaps in on the days. I won't be doing any quarterfinals of the World Cup, though, even if England get there, just because I'm in London. And I'm going to go off and see Abba Voyage with one's daughter. So looking forward to that. And uh, uh, we will see you back here at nine o'clock. If you've been listening on your favourite podcast station or, or what platform, thank you so much for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. And uh, thank you for watching. 
don't forget go subscribe to dan you know he's a great guy does some great content turf morehouse tv go and give him a subscribe on youtube and if you haven't yet please subscribe to this channel and i know a lot of you have and if you have please please smash the likes it does help the algorithms it brings make sure the channel appears when people that aren't subscribed go on and are looking for things it just brings our channel up to show off to them and hopefully they'll watch us and like us <laughs> unlikely unlikely halloween's coming up oh not so far away now i'll see you back here at nine o'clock when we're going to be looking at the wsl take care good night thanks for watching lester till i die this is chris saying goodbye and see you next time Lester Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.